every time you go and get back up, you're getting a little bit better. And that's kind of how it's been for us. I really, I don't use that fear as a crutch. I use it as a tool. You can use it as a crutch and you can play the blame game and you can blame other people, but our life is really our responsibility. And I wanted to see how far I could go. It hasn't been so much a progression as a, as a series of stumbles into things that came along. It scares me to even say this because it's uncomfortable sometimes. Find partners that are accountable, that they can hold you accountable. If you're not there, be willing to make the change to go do it. We're doing what it takes and, and others aren't. Hey, this is the Bring Your Own Awesome miniseries, where we talk to cool people who are doing awesome things. I'm Dan Walchmidt, fearless leader of the Edgy Empire, and with me is my co-conspirator, Brock. Yeah, I'm Brock Edwards, and on Bring Your Own Awesome, we interview members of the community. We have a no-holds-barred conversation about their battle for success. So if you want to achieve a new level of success, join us at www.edgy.life. Let's get started. Hey guys, it's uh, Dan and Brock, Dan Walchmidt, Brock Edwards, hey and guys. we're back with another edition. Hey dude, sorry, I just cut you off, didn't I? Nah, you're good. I just saying hello. <laughs> He's here. Brock Edwards is here all the way from, I say Dallas, but it's not really Dallas. Ah, it's close enough. Texas, close is, enough. Texas is a big place. I feel like Texas is a whole country. <laughs> a lot of people would agree with you. It, it, it's, it's like, uh, I was reading something the other day about like, the, like one of the top 10 economies in the world is the state, you know, and it's crazy. So, um, so anyways, back to the, uh, why we're talking today at Dan and Brock were, uh, uh, a fresh brand new, awesome episode of the bring your own awesome podcast edition. And, uh, like every other person you've heard from this episode is going to be amazing. We're here. We're lucky to have Annie Peterson with us. And, um, so hi, hi, Annie. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Uh, a fantastic. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. Fantastic. All of those great words. Um, I just heard you say before we hit the go button, you've had a a little bit of sleep. You're catching up. Your spirit is like on super pilot mode, right? (laughs) Yes, I guess so. So for those of us who don't know much about you, maybe jump in, just tell us who you are, what you do. Okay. Well, I, I am also in this great big country of Texas uh, near da- actually I'm in Dallas and I am in public relations and in the middle of making a, a switch of some kind maybe from one public relations firm to another and spent 17 plus years in television news before that and um, when I'm not pretending to be a newscaster in my brain or uh, you know rewinding Murphy Brown episodes in my head, I uh, am usually writing something, usually in the form of poetry or journaling or um, a little short story here and there. And that's kind of how I spend some of my time. Nice. So what what compels you to write? Um, I would just say a gut push of some kind. I just... uh, like the whole world stops for a second and it's just called out of me and I have to get it out, whether it's 
typing it into the note feature on my phone or on a napkin or a tablet. And I've kind of always been like that. I remember sitting in between classes and college, um, ferociously writing down something um, on the back of so some notes. <laughs> what's, do you, what's the last thing you wrote? What is the last thing that I wrote? Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Well, come on. Oh, gosh. I guess. Well, it's in my phone <laughs> because that's where I am usually um, writing these days. And the last thing I wrote was, uh, do, you, uh, do you ever have a moment that gives chills up your spine? A whispering, a feeling, a fluttering, muttering rhyme. Have you felt the presence and effervescent translucent shine? Have you seen trees so green, skies so blue, and a light that shines through? Do you f ever feel a familiar, a been here before, like an open door, a glowing, growing, certain knowing? Have you heard a voice so crisp, so clear, right here? Have you believed in grace and faith unseen? Do you know what this all means? A truth, a hope, a divinely lived life that moves and breathes in you and me. So is that representative of like everything you write like that? Or, I mean, do you write, is it for, is it cathartic? Is it, mm -hmm. you're just processing ideas? It's usually a cathartic um, release of some kind or it's, my, it's, I guess, words that have formed out of thoughts that I can't really put together uh, succinctly in conversation. So I'll just start writing. And if I go back through the last couple of months when I've, I've kind of been going through this transition personally, uh, it's as if the words are leading the conversation, so to speak, you know, the conversation being um, a figurative word for life. And um, the words, I guess, are kind of like the pulse. And okay. um, I find that they not necessarily prophetic. <laughs> it's probably just the words that represent the knowing that I already have that I haven't been able to express verbally or in some other way. So, so knowing you already have, I mean, that, that phrase re really resonates for me. Uh, can you say more about that? Uh, wh which part? The, just just the, the, the knowing that you already have that, that uh, idea that. Well, I think I believe that most people already know who they innately are or already know what they're afraid of or the choice that they're going to have to make or, um, you know, what their purpose is, but have not um, woken up to that yet or uh, haven't been in a position to see it clearly or experience it clearly. And for me, I think writing allows me to you know, um, tear off that veil, so to speak, that um, if I was thinking or processing something with, you know, scales over my eyes, writing is the process of removing those scales. Now, so, to, to someone else, it may not appear that way because writing is such a personal uh, So, thing. So I've got I've to ask a kind of a deep question here. Sure. Uh, so, so who are you waking up to being? 
<laughs> who am I waking up to being? Well, that is still, a, I mean, I'm a person in progress like the rest of us. Uh, I think that I'm waking up to being who I already who I already am. And what I mean by that is, uh, you know, we go through life looking to other people for affirmation or their perspective or judgment, uh, whether we're aware of it or not, and allow it, allow what they think, say, and believe um, in some way to inform our future action choices and thoughts uh, with as if we have forgotten who we were before we started looking to all those people. And, um, and I'm not just saying that I'm going to like go and be the construction worker. I said I was going to be when I was four. That's not the kind of thing that I'm talking about. I'm just talking about having um, that pure innocence and confidence of self that you have when you're, like 18 months old and, and have just you know, learned to walk and run and you have no care in the world um, what anyone thinks because you've done it and you're excited and you're thrilled that you can move. And I think that I'm waking up to being a person who, who is very present and authentic and um, not holding back because of, you know, looking at what someone else says or thinks. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. That's incredible. And it sounds to me like when I talk about bring your own awesome, this waking up process and this beautiful writing, oh my gosh, it's amazing. Um, this waking up process is something that n- not everyone does. Uh, people will say, you know, um, we all die. Not everyone lives. So talk to me about this waking up process. Is this new? Is this a year old? Is this months old? Is this days old? Um, talk to us a little bit about that. Most people's waking up experiences happen because they got hit by a bus. And I mean that literally and figuratively. Um, something traumatic happens and or, um, you know, they, they have this experience that really kind of goes, whoa you know, I need to make a fork in the road. Is this, is this your story or was something a little different for you? Talk talk to us about this waking up because it's beautiful. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's a process. Uh, and I would say, you know, it's probably, you know, my whole life, actually, I don't think that, uh, it necessarily takes a, um, what a phrase a, f- a friend gave me is a cosmic two by four or a really strong kick in the, you know what? Uh, I, I, uh, think that sometimes it literally is just a waking up. You, you wake up one morning and go, you know what? I was made for more or there is, there is more out there. Um, and what does it take to have that. And well, I, obviously it's being you being authentically who you are, uh, and, uh, or, you know, being awesome. And in the awesomeness, I think of, of, of myself would be recognizing that I already am. And what does it take to, um, express that, uh, without being, uh, 
oppressive with it or uh, cocky or um, any one of those things. And then in terms of the timeline, I specifically remember, uh, I, again, I have to look at my phone, see when I wrote this down. I remember a time in early February, I believe, it might have been at the end of January, when I wrote something down. Um, yeah, it was January 30th. And uh, the title of what I had written was A Butterfly Bursting Out of Her Cocoon. And at the time, I remember just looking in the mirror. And I, yeah, I wrote this, it's standing in the bathroom. And I was looking in the mirror and I thought, suddenly something is different. And, and the butterfly metaphor is that uh, I think you, you know, you spend this time struggling to become, and then one day you just break free. Mm. Yeah. You know, this is amazing. I've experienced this in my own life and even now I'm going through a, a process where I'm waking up. I love those words you used um, and I'm changing. What advice would you give me and others in our community who are trying to wake up, but they're just like, what do I do? Um, what was it that was that catalyst for you in between knowing you want to wake up in that moment where you find yourself as the butterfly uh, looking in the mirror? How did you wake up? What's that advice for others who want to wake up? Uh, you know, I'm not, I guess my advice is to just be open to receiving it. Um, because it's a gift you're going to give yourself. And um, when I was standing in the mirror, um, I wrote, have you ever felt this rush of change come over you and suddenly feel it to be familiar, yet terrifying at once? And I think that that's part of the advice is that you'll know it because it's familiar and it's going to be scary because you haven't allowed yourself to receive it before. Um, receiving who you really are and who you're meant to be and uh, in all of the glorious and great and meaningful things about you, not the stuff that you are ashamed of or reject about yourself. All of those things are a part of you're awesome. You just have to look at them with new eyes. So it is, it's just being open to receiving it. So I, I think your, your message there around, you know, feeling like you're made for more, just being you waking up. Uh, I, I think that hooks people very deeply. I think we can all relate to that. And, you know, all of us are, are continually going through transitions and transformations in our lives and wondering what else is there? What more is there? Who do I need to be? How do I need to be? So down to, this is going to sound kind of mundane compared to the conversation we've just been having, but, you know, I, I wonder about sharing this message. Um, helping others out. Are, are you, I, I know you post a lot in the edgy empire of awesomeness, uh, much, much shorter pieces. Are you thinking about publishing? Have you published? Uh, how can, how, how can you share this message? This just seems like something that would help so many people. Yeah. Agreed. Um, well, thank you for that. I, as I said, I do love to write and I have a lot of 
um, things written. I have a very dormant blog <laughs> where I haven't published anything since 2016. And I sometimes think about taking those pieces and and publishing them and adding to them. They're all kind of um, from the vein of faith um, because I am a Christian and I believe in very much a loving and non-judgmental uh, God. And I, I think about that, but then I also think about how do I make that message more um, worldly and accessible? Uh, so that's a good, that's a really good question. I do not know exactly how that, how I'm going to get that out there, but I have thought about that. So, so I would, I would even just throw out a, a challenging question there for you of, does the message need to be made more accessible to all, or is it better to keep the message in a way that resonates for you and those who it also connects with what will come to it? Again, also a very good question. I think I have held back a lot on publishing or going global, so to speak, because I have often felt that these words and the emotions in the process behind them are so personal and private that I don't know if, if they do need to be out there. But then I will go and read something similar or uh, hear a dialogue um, from someone who has clearly gone through a similar similar uh, mental gymnastics, so to speak, and has created a world of welcoming for people who are trying to get onto the path of of their own greatness. And uh, I think if I am able to separate my individual awesomeness from um, the global perspective of awesomeness, meaning it's not about me. I don't want it to be about me. That's what's been holding me back. I don't want to be, uh, you know, Annie Peterson has, you know, ignited these insights in a bunch of people about themselves. I want people to, I want to be able to ignite insights, but I want it to be about them. Yeah. And, and you're the conversation starter. One thing, uh, one thing I learned in writing a book was I had a choice and um, I could write the opening chapter that my um, you know, publishers wanted, or I could do it my own way. And, and, and writing the chapter that I wanted to write um, probably was the difference between it selling 500 copies or 500,000 copies. Mm. Because when I was raw and real, and by the way, that opening chapter is actually PG, if I could actually share uh, <laughs> to now, I guess, Brock, I put myself in a situation, right, with a million plus people on Facebook. I guess I can't share the real story, but it was, I was so broken at this time in my life, so incredibly broken that just sharing that with others gave them permission to heal. And I didn't realize it at the time, but I think that's your awesomeness is you have this real raw situation that you're a part of and you have what you have woken up and you are continuing to wake up. And I love this 
this thought of that you've encouraged us all with is just be, just be willing to wake up, like let it come to you and don't see, you know, every situation is, Oh, this is life beating me up. Look at how this is making you a better version of yourself. Um, is there, you know, in, in this waking up process, um, you know, obviously you faced hurdles. We all face hurdles on a daily basis. How do you advise someone to stay motivated or inspired um, throughout the roller coaster ride, right? That, that you're going to experience as you wake up. What have you seen work well for you to stay inspired and motivated? Uh, you know, <laughs> I, uh, I'll freely admit that I have anxiety and uh, I live with it and I survive with it and I acknowledge it. So I'm not always, um, uh, the waking up process for me is very much a roller coaster ride in and of itself. And, uh, I think that, um, for me, and I'm not good at it, um, is recognizing anxiety or for someone else that might be self-doubt, or it might be a sense of unworthiness or, any one of those negative things that can uh, pull you away from the greatness you're destined to have. Um, you just have to be aware that these things might come along and, and become experience killers for you. And um, as long as you're aware that that might happen, you're not going to derail from your journey. You're not going to suddenly go back to sleep. It's, it's, it's just, I think a reminder that you're still human and it's still a journey. And that's why it's waking up. It's not awake. It's waking. You're, you're in the process of waking up. Um, and I, I don't necessarily believe that you, just then are awake <laughs> because, uh, like life, um, the awareness of self and one's worth is a continual process through those ups and downs. So you just have to be aware that they're going to come and, um, accept it. If, you know, those moments of self doubt and, and a little hint of unworthiness or anxiety and recognize it and acknowledge it and then move it aside and, and continue on the process of waking up. Well, when you, yeah, that's awesome. When, when you think yeah. about the, this journey that you're on and the ups and the downs and where you want to get to, how, how can the people out there help you? How can the folks in the edgy empire help you move forward? What would you ask of them? Um, you know, I think I, the phrase that comes to mind is remind me who I am. I, I think that we all need reminders. Um, and that would be it. I mean, I think sometimes people need people to come alongside them and, uh, champion them in their journey and in their growth and their self-discovery. And I, I suppose that that's what I need the most is, um, you know, some 
cheerleaders to continue on this process uh, so that I don't, you know, find a comfy little corner and take a nap for a few years. That's awesome. That's incredible. So we will hold you to that. We will hold your hand, right? And we will encourage you. And I think you've given us a couple of really insightful things here. Um, uh, wow. Being, being open to this awakening process. And then two, when you see hurdles and struggles and problems and fear and, and failure, and man, I do this in my own life. I see something go wrong and I go, well, maybe it wasn't meant to be, <laughs> you know, <laughs> maybe I'm just, you know, and I start talking myself down and, and recently um, I've changed the tune on that. And it's one where I have to stop and say, no, stop. That's negative self chatter. You got to fix that. And so uh, I love, I love this. I love this. And so we will, we will love on you and we will support you and we will help you. And I'm so excited you were able to bring your awesome today and share with us uh, how this awakening process, which so many of us are going through right now, has been personal to you. I think if you want us to come alongside you, I already know, Brock, maybe you're thinking the same thing I am. We have to push Annie to do one big thing, which is get that published. <laughs> Absolutely. And I hear the, you got the pause there, Annie. So we're, if that's what you want, we will absolutely hold you to that and help you do that. Well, I, um, you know, it's, I, I'll say there were two things that came to mind, um, but on that topic, just about three weeks ago on a Sunday morning, I woke up and I, I said to myself, um, I have always said I'm going to publish and I'm going to be an author. And, and I said, I'm done saying I am going to, I am going to start saying I will. Um, and then I shifted into, I am an author. I am a writer. I am published and making these kind of manifestations of future action. So I received that um, in your support and um, town and challenge myself to hold myself up to my own commitment. Um, so it sounds like we got a yes from you. Sounds like we got a yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then there, there was something else that I, um, you touched on, uh, Dan, about um, it, the stopping yourself from having the self-doubt or the negative talk. And last night I did it to myself and I, I woke up at three o'clock this morning and I was like, oh my gosh, I did it again. I built myself up and then talked myself down out of things without anyone else doing it. And so, um, again, that's just going back to self-awareness and um, knowing that those negative thoughts are going to come along in the journey of awesomeness is that no matter what, no matter how, no matter if you're Oprah or if you are the Dalai Lama, I am certain you wake up in the morning at some, at least once a year going, Oh my gosh, am I really worth all of this? Yes. Or yes. Can I actually do all of this? Or are all these people actually paying attention to me? And do they even know my whole story? And, um, that, talk that it's just clutter 
in your brain that doesn't need to be there. Yeah. I, you know, and adding to what you just said, I had a thought a couple weeks ago because I've been, I've been pivoting my business. I've talked about it on podcasts, you know, to the cows come home. People are tired of me hearing about it, but I don't like failing. I don't like failing. I don't like achieving results that are less than what I really, really want. And I had one of these days, I, I literally had um, a little hand broom and I was cleaning up some stuff in my home in the kitchen. And the thought hit me, I'm just tired. And um, I don't know that I want to do this anymore. And that was in my head for about 30 seconds. Like, why did I walk away from this seven, eight digit business to go pursue this passion? Like, why? Why did you do this, Dan? Like, you, you know, you know, this, are you crazy? I had all this negative self chatter and I had to kind of take a second step back and go, wow, <laughs> dude, you're, that's pretty negative. That's pretty like, you're not only is life tough on you, you're being really, really tough on yourself unnecessarily so. And so uh, I, I, you know, I just, I thought what you're saying, Annie, is really personal because all of us are going through something negative and most of us are polished enough to go to church on Sunday and say, oh yeah, I'm doing good. Love Jesus. Love where I'm at. You know, praise God or whatever it is. I'm in the South. So I know you guys are too. So that's just how we do it in the South. Uh, but inside we've got these dreams and hopes and anxieties and we're going through troubled times, all of us in some little way. And that awareness that you just gave rise to and how you cope by writing this beautiful poetry. Whew, that's powerful. So thank you for bringing your own awesome today to uh, Brock and I and sharing this with the community. And I, I'm just really excited to, to learn about your journey. If you're the sort of person who is always looking to surround yourself with champion grade awesomeness, like that last interview Brock and I shared with you, go to edgy.life and join us. That's www.edgy.life to take your personal and professional game, your life, to that next level of awesomeness. See you there. Ooh.